State Farm Agent Mark Quinnell at 645-4545. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's 720. Joining us now in our studios is the Superintendent of Schools in Northfield, Dr. Matt Hillman. Matt, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for coming in. It's my pleasure. Are you enjoying your summer so far? Uh, yes, it has been uh, a different summer than last summer, obviously, mm-hmm. which I think all of us, uh, everyone listening, is welcoming. I mean, it just it's really wonderful to be in town and to see people out and about and you know enjoying each other's Of course, you know, we are not completely out of the woods with the pandemic, but certainly we know that infection rates are very low. We know that vaccinations are improving. Um, you know, I think we're at what around sixty four percent or something like that in Rice County of people uh, sixteen and older with one shot. So. If you've, uh, you know, of course, vaccination is a personal choice, Jeff. We respect that. But if you've not gotten your vaccine, I, th- I think you could go to pretty much any pharmacy or lots of different places mm-hmm. and get that vaccination. Uh, you know, the more people that have the vaccine, uh, you know, the it's, it's really that's really the knockout punch for COVID nineteen in our area. So. The good news is summer feels great, doesn't it? It's it great does. to see people out and about and enjoying each other. Yeah. Let's talk about the schools. You had a school board meeting last night. Uh, uh, you heard a presentation, or you have a, a, a collaboration, a partnership with the Northfield Police Department. Yes. Uh, with uh, the uh, school, is it school resources officer? Yeah. So, you know, in a city the size of Northfield, Jeff, you know, all the governmental agencies work hard to collaborate with each other. And just like we have a partnership with the city on many things, police department is part of the city and we have a collaboration with the Northfield Police Department. And, you know, this goes back decades and, and I always really uh, credit uh, Chief Monty Nelson uh, with really strengthening the relationship, you know, between the schools and uh, the police department. And Chief Elliott has continued that. And so uh, uh, Chief Elliott and uh, School Resource Officer Bart Weiss were at the meeting last night just to talk about the program and talk about how their focus on our school resource officers about building relationships and rapport with students. And so they really just talked through what does the school resource officer do during the day? We have one officer who is really just he's a city employee. He's very part-time uh, with us, you know, on the school uh, school days during the school year, um, providing that support, you know, for safety. And again, building those relationships with our students, showing them a potential career pathway. Uh, Chief Elliott shared about their uh, work with the Northfield Community College, where a person interested in law enforcement can now start their uh, training right here in Northfield. And I think the other thing that was really important for the board to hear last night is uh, we hear a lot about police training, and I think Northfield Police Department has always been you know, way ahead of the curve when it comes to training. And so Chief Elliott went through all of the training that all of the officers get, and then um, Bart went through the extra training that school resource officers get. And so it was really an opportunity for the board to hear about the program that we've had for quite some time uh, and just that focus on making sure that we have quality relationships. And Bart shared several examples of how um, kids being comfortable coming and talking to him, you know, made a difference either for one of their friends who might have been in trouble or, you know, some kind of other, you know, potential issue that could have been bigger than what it was. So we're thankful to Chief Elliott and uh, Bart for uh, being there last night to share their work. Uh, once again, Superintendent Hillman is with us. We're talking about uh, last night's school board meeting. Uh, let's talk about the the bus contract, Benjamin Bus. You've contracted with them for oh, I don't know how many years. Uh, it's, time, time. it's time for that uh, contract to be renewed again. I understand it didn't didn't get renewed last night, but it did get uh, discussed. Right. You know, almost always when we have a big contract like something with Benjamin Bus, we rarely have the board approve it. You know, at the first meeting that they hear it. 
we want the public uh, to be able to hear about it, and then the board gets to approve it typically at the next meeting. And so last night, uh, Director of Finance Val Murdestorf presented the proposed contract with Benjamin Buss, very similar to the agreement from the last time around. Uh, it would include a 4% increase in the first year of the contract, uh, a 3% increase in the second year of the contract. We're also looking at doing some streamlining of our bus routes, which w would actually save the district a little bit of transportation money. So even though the contract is increasing those that streamlining and more efficiency with routes, given you know some things like the roundabout now being in and things like that, in terms of some more students that can safely walk to school, uh, that will that that efficiency will actually result in a net uh, improvement in the district's financial standing uh, when it comes to the transportation contract. And so uh, we have a long history of working with Benjamin Bus. Uh, they are a renowned local community. We're very grateful for John Benjamin and Jenna Dardis and their staff who provide you know excellent transportation to our students every day. Another factor in, is that we are moving from 174 student contact days to 173. We're using one of our student contact days for family conferences to build relationships with families. So that's another factor in uh, what's going to impact the um, again, the overall net when we look at that transportation cost of the district. Now, when you look at that, you, do you take into consideration I would, uh, that we, we've talked about the, uh, the changing enrollment, especially during COVID. We've yes. had more, more uh, homeschooled uh, uh, students and students moving from maybe one district to another. Um, that's got to be a little bit of a moving target when you're, you're figuring things like bus schedules and such. Right, and so Benjamin Bus does a, Benjamin Bus does a great job of reaching out to families, and we actually have families uh, share with us their intent for transportation. So it's something that we do every year, every summer, and so they will be uh, finalizing those routes uh, in early in August. And so we are they're using the latest data based on the families that want transportation. So at what point will the uh, families get confirmation of what time they drop the kids off at the bus stop? Yeah, that's usually late August when they okay. get the official. Most years, things are fairly similar, mm -hmm. right? I mean, there's a lot of parents listening who know that their bus time has probably changed just a matter of a couple minutes one way or the other over the entire course of their student's career. Um, but, you know, but depending on the growth of the community and if there is new housing and routes have to be uh, redetermined, uh, from time to time, you know, there'll be a change, but typically people will get that in late August. Mm -hmm. Once again, Superintendent uh, Hillman is with us with the Northfield School District. We talked to you a couple of weeks ago. The uh, legislature had just fin wrapped up uh, just before or just after the uh, just before the first of the month. Um, have you had a chance to look at all that uh, as far as the uh, formulas go, the per pupil formula, and what the school will be getting and need, and uh, things that they need to do? You share that with the school board meeting. Anything since we changed since we last talked with you? So nothing has changed, but as you know, we were giving you the report the last time uh, very quickly. I think the legislature just finished mm -hmm. maybe the day before or a couple days before, and so. It does take some time, you know, for us to get all of the details about programming. But I do want to correct one thing that I had said the last time we were on. We had talked about the basic formula increase. Again, we're very grateful to the legislature for that 2.45% increase in the first year and 2% in the second year. And uh, so just to be really clear, the increase to the pupil uh, per pupil formula in year one is $161. And in year two, it's around $135. So um, what that means is that I, I had in, in, incorrectly given you the 
combined total of that for year two the last time. So I apologize mm-hmm. for that. It was the way that it came through in some of the communications we had. So just to be clear, it's $161 in additional uh, per pupil in uh, 2022 and another 135 and, and change for uh, 2023. Um, so that means in 2022, the base cost, this means what every student, every school gets for every student per uh, per student in the state is $6,728 in uh, fiscal 22 and $6,863 in 2023. So I do apologize for that uh, incorrect uh, number last time, but I appreciate the chance to correct it. Now that you've uh, been able to kind of sort through that and maybe talk with uh, uh, some of your uh, co-workers and comrades in the uh, in the uh, superintendent business uh, it, was there any surprises in there anything that uh, you once you got the final total you looked at it and thought hmm that's interesting you know so when you get to the final bill um most of the time the surprises that you have are well i, I think that the 2.45 percent increase in year one was a surprise right i mean most organizations are really advocating for two two percent and two percent but there were some other things like the special education cross subsidy that we mentioned the last time so the special education cross subsidy means the amount of general education dollars that we spend above and beyond the the reimbursement that we get for required special education services. So in Northfield, we spend about $5 million a year of our general fund money to support uh, required special education services that we do not get reimbursed for. So that's $5 million just for Northfield schools. And there was $10 million statewide uh, to try to help uh, address that shortfall. So Clearly, with Northfield having $5 million, you know, $10 million across the state doesn't go uh, a long way. I think our, our share is like $50,000. Um, so there's you know, a surprise that maybe you didn't get as much as you thought. I mean, in this case, we got more on the formula than I think a lot of people would have predicted. We're very grateful for that. But I think more often than not, the things that are surprising to some people are the things that don't make it into the, the final bill. And locally, one thing that I think was a surprise to some folks is that um, so the collaboration of statewide groups like Northfield Promise go to the legislature for some specific funding each year. And you know that funding for organizations like Northfield Promise was in both the House and Senate bill, but didn't make it uh, to the final bill. And so unfortunately for an organization like Northfield Promise that supports some of our school programming, they support a lot of after-school programming and support for families, uh, that's about $250,000 a year that they normally have gotten over the last several years that they will not have access to uh, moving forward. So when it comes to surprises, Jeff, I think sometimes you're more surprised about what doesn't necessarily make it into the final bill uh, than what does make it in. We do have divided government, the only divided legislature in the country. I've heard both Senator Dreheim and Representative Lippert say that on this mm-hmm. very station. We emphasize that. So this is a compromise bill, and I think at the end of the day, from for education, from the basic formula perspective, it's about as good as we have could, could have predicted. But I also have to just share that note of caution that it still isn't keeping pace with inflation. And so while it helps us right now, we're grateful for the support. We know it still does not help address the longer-term financial stability of school districts in Minnesota. Superintendent Hillman is with us uh, from the Northfield School District. Uh, Superintendent Hillman, you got your job review last night. Yes, I did. uh, And it uh, turned out to be a a pretty glowing review. I think you got 4.98 out of 5.0. not quite perfect. I guess there's a little room for growth in there, but uh, nevertheless, the uh, school board has been very pleased with the job you've done so far. Well, it was very humbling uh, to receive that feedback. Uh, this is uh, a great place to work. 
we have an excellent school board uh, that gives us the direction that we need to make sure that we're doing the work that they want us to do to serve students every day. And I think that, you know, the review that I get is really a reflection of our team. So everybody, you know, all 600 employees in the Northfield Public Schools do great work every day that makes me look good. And I'll take that every time. Uh, and so I'm, I'm super grateful to uh, my administrative staff, you know, who do a lot of the heavy lifting every day. And then to every member of our staff uh, who comes to work every day with the intent of doing good things for kids and living out our values, right, in terms of, you know, making sure that we're preparing every student for lifelong success. This is a great place to work and live, Jeff, and I'm, I'm very grateful for the feedback. Um, you know, I have a personal, pop, uh, personal approach to continuous improvement, so regardless of that number, I'm going to try to keep getting better, you know, to serve our families and our staff and our community. And speaking of that staff, <clears throat> pardon me, I want to move into to another area. We'll let you... We'll we'll put that to an end. I know you're not yeah, really not comfortable yeah, yeah. <laughs> with that, but uh, l- let's talk about the staff. I know a lot of employers that uh, need uh, help. Uh, there's a lot of job openings out there. What about the school district? Are you going to be? Are you fully staffed yet? Are you, you still have some positions to fill for the uh, upcoming school year? So I think uh, you know right now we're looking at a number of positions that are available. So we're we're doing fairly well with our teaching positions. We have the vast majority of our teaching positions full, but we have a real need for substitute teachers. Um, then when it comes to our non-teaching positions, we have a number of positions open. So I really encourage listeners um, to go to our website. Right at the top of our website, there's a link that says employment. Uh, if you want to make a difference, you want to do good things for kids every day, you want to join a very effective organization that loves serving the community, consider coming work for us. We have uh, quite a few educational assistant positions open. Those jobs typically work with a small group of students who have specific learning or behavioral needs. Uh, it might even be working with one student and uh, serve in a variety of that's called an educational assistant position. They're really good jobs that really get a chance to develop relationships and help kids uh, become their best. And so we really hope that people who are listening would consider uh, looking at our website. We've got child nutrition jobs available in our kitchens. Uh, we have some substitute custodial positions available. And so we have a number of jobs that are, are really great jobs. They're, they're jobs that at the end of the day, you'll go home making, you know, feeling like you've made a difference for people. And so we really encourage people, uh, if you're looking for something for the fall, uh, we've got a number of opportunities available. And then we've also got some partners that I really want people to think about. We talked about Benjamin Bus before. You've heard about the bus driver shortage. There's, well, the education workforce has a shortage in general, but you know Benjamin Bus is also always looking for drivers, so we encourage you to look at their website. We have a link uh, to Benjamin Bus right on our employment website because they're a strategic partner who we obviously need to get the kids to school. So if it's something where you want a couple hours in the morning, a couple hours in the afternoon, I know Benjamin Bus is always looking for drivers. And then finally, we've got a really great uh, program through AmeriCorps that are called Promise Fellows. And so this these can be for anybody, um, but it's a job where you'll get some specialized benefits for um, your for to pursue further education. Um, and again, you work right in our schools, typically with reading or mathematics, um, variety of different ways that you work with students, but it's more of a tutoring kind of thing. And so that's an America we call a promise fellow. We're going to be posting something on our website today uh, to share with people how they apply for that. That's through uh, Northfield Healthy Community Initiative. They're the partner that provides us those promise fellows. So whether you're looking for a regular position, uh, you're looking to drive bus, you know, or you're looking to do some tutoring through the AmeriCorps program, we have a number of great opportunities for people uh, to serve kids starting in the fall. 
All right. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to pass along while we have you here, Superintendent Hillman? I just want to give you a couple of numbers about our summer programming. Sure. So I think that as we start to come, we talked. We started off the show with talking about how grateful we are that it, the, the summer is the summer, mm-hmm. and it feels much better, right? It feels like we're getting back to whatever regular is going to be. But you know me, Jeff, I like data. So our mm-hmm. community education summer programs are, not only are they back in full swing, but they're doing well. So if we just take a look at our elementary summer school program, we call it Summer School Plus, or Summer Plus, excuse me. And that's a program you get academic support and you also get some enrichment. Summer of 2019, so we're going back two summers, 253 students participated. Summer 2021, 261 kids. Summer Plus is back in full force. The middle school version of that program had 82 students in the summer of 2019. This summer they have uh, 90 Uh, Bridges to Kindergarten. It's a two-week program that is designed to help kids coming into kindergarten get acclimated with what does the school day look like, those kinds of things. We did open up and offer uh, slots to more students this year, but two years ago, 2019, we had 76 kids participate, 140 scheduled for this summer. Um, We're offering a specialized jump start to first grade for kids who were in Portage last year who are online in kindergarten but need that same kind of experience. There's 30 or 36 kids involved in that and our youth recreation revenue in 2019 summer of 2019 from april through june we had revenue of around ninety six thousand dollars for our youth recreation programs and this summer so far it's a hundred and twenty six thousand dollars i think those things show that people are excited to be back uh, out and doing things together yeah, absolutely no and doubt if people it. are still looking we've got great community education opportunities for Everyone, regardless of your age, you just go to northfieldschools.org and you can click the community education button at the top of the site. All right. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for joining us. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, We wish you a a wonderful summer. We'll talk to you again in a few weeks. It's my pleasure, Jeff. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Matt Hillman. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYMN Northfield.